And now, the starting lineup for your Blue Notes podcast, Tom Franklin and the man called Wags. Hello and welcome to Blue Notes. I am one half of your Blue Notes team, Tom Franklin, joined by my teammates, the man called Wags. And we are your home for St. Louis Blues coverage on the Hockey Podcast Network. And that includes expert analysis, whether it's at Enterprise Center. When you're fighting for spots for the playoffs, one or two points could make the difference. And we'll be looking back at games like tonight here at Enterprise Center as lost opportunities. Or at home. Penalties, that was a big, big piece. You know, you're wearing down some of your best players because they're out on the, the ice for so many penalty kill opportunities. Just a complete breakdown. Blues first round pick, Jake Neighbors. Braden Chan texted me and then uh, the head coach, Craig Rube, reached out as well and um, Ryan O'Reilly as well. And then um, the next day on day two of the draft, uh, Tarasenko FaceTimed me. So uh, that was pretty cool. So. <laughs> and we're the only hockey podcast in the Hockey Podcast Network to have a Hawaiian hockey correspondent. The Hawaii Blues fan, Guy Bensing. In true Dan Kelly fashion, Dan Kelly says, F you, Keaton. I know who's the starting pitcher for game four of the World Series. You damn well know who the starting goalie is for game four of the NHL season. And then walked away. And we have a musician, too. Not only is he responsible for this fat beat you're listening to right now, but he has also performed absolute works of art. And it seems to me you played the game with a candle to your rear. Never wanting to leave the eyes when the pain set in. So check out Blue Notes wherever you get your podcasts from. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. I'm Tom Franklin reminding you to not be a chump, listen to Blue Notes, and always play to the whistle. A reminder that you can follow Blue Notes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blue Notes Pod. I'm the voice of the blues, Tom Calhoun. Hello LA Kings fans and hockey fans and welcome to episode 17 of season 2 of the Kings and as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 18 of season 2 of the Kings and I gotta go back and calculate. I think we gotta be close to episode 100 in total, season 1 and season 2 combined. We definitely are close to that. Shout out Corey and Richie here at the Hockey Podcast Network for celebrating episode 100 today as all the great podcasts come out around the Hockey Podcast Network. 
you know, before we get started here, you need to make some money. Maybe, maybe you want to bet on the Kings. Try a little underdogs. Maybe you want to bet some hockey. Maybe you want to bet some basketball. Maybe you just want to bet on some other sports. Well, you know what? The moment is finally waiting for. It's this Sunday. This is the last episode before the big game. And as always, DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back the golden ticket giveaway with up to $55 million in prizes up for grabs. All you have to do... All you have to do to get your share of huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl Prediction Challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. Download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, and ask questions like who will score first, or some people's personal favorites, what color is the Gatorade going to be, how long is the anthem going to be, and boom, you can you can get ready and make it rain. DraftKings has paid over seven billion dollars to its players since 2012 so they know a thing or two about big paydays download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code thpn to enter the free 55 million dollar super bowl prediction challenge everyone gets an instant prize up to twenty-five thousand dollars just for playing so use the promo code thpn now and enter the free 55 million dollar super bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55 terms, conditions, and el- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for more details. And if you or anyone you know has a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I guess, I, sh- I guess, like I said, this is the last episode before uh, the Super Bowl. So I guess I should give my prediction for the Super Bowl. Maybe I'll do that later in the show. But we got to start with some Kings talk, obviously. Episode 18 of Season 2 of the Kings Den. Uh, again, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us. One Kings one Kings game to talk about. You know, we talked about a lot last episode how this was going to be a bit of a depleted lineup. No, uh, it turns out there was no Roy or Walker. Neither of them were back from being hurt in the game against Minnesota. And of course, Andreas Athanasiu and Blake Lazat both still on the COVID protocol list. So this was a bit of a a, a different lineup. A, a lineup that's not as good for the LA Kings on Tuesday night against the Anaheim Ducks. And you know, we thought the four days off might have been okay, but it turns out it just wasn't. Uh, Matt Roy isn't on IL, which is a shock. He's doing really well, actually. He's not on IL. Sean Walker is on the injured reserve for taking that puck to the face. But... Matt Roy isn't so you know he could he might make the trip to Vegas he could be playing in Vegas this weekend with his LA Kings but on Tuesday night there was no Roy no Walker no Athanasiu no Lazat so it was a different lineup Amadio and Wagner were playing with Carter but the big one to get LA Kings fans excited about was Arthur Kaliev got called up and made his NHL debut in this game and you know what he played a good game we'll get into all that as well but despite Arthur Kelly, I was playing his first NHL game. This was not a good game for the LA Kings. Cal Peterson was the best player in this game. He was in net for the LA Kings. And it's a good thing he was. Because any goaltending that's a little bit worse. And that's no, I don't mean to say anything bad about Quick. Like, Quick would have been the best player for the Kings on this night as well. It just, it could have been a lot more. Kings got outshot 43-21. to That can't happen. 
head coach Thomas Lennon was actually surprised that they even got 21 shots. You know, that's just, there was just a sloppy, gross game. There was no consistency in this game. The best part about this game, besides Kaliev, was the sweet reverse retros that the Kings were rocking. Finally, first time this season they were wearing the reverse retros. And you know, kind of disappointing that they came out with a stinker of a game wearing the reverse retros. And no, you can't use the injuries or the COVID protocol list as an excuse. Like, you just have to be better. And the LA Kings weren't in this game. There was... Oh, dirty is not the right word. Because dirty in hockey refers to like a dirty hit. like a, But it was just bad. The Kings... Like they were sloppy. No consistency. They couldn't get any good pressure going. The Ducks were great on the forecheck in this game. And to allow thir- uh, 43 shots to a team that's like bottom 5 in the league in shots. That's not good enough. That is far from good enough so the LA Kings gotta be better again I know you're missing two defensemen as well so Ole Mata got back in there and you know he's been really disappointed about his start to the season and Mark Alt was in there for his second game of the season he is not a guy that you want out there man like he's he's not bad but uh in that role like I'm I'm beginning to get to a bigger part of the movement of the of the let the kids play movement, and I would have rather had Tobias Bornfoot called up and played last night's game. If we're being completely honest, I think it's Bornfoot's time. I think he should have got a chance in that game. But nevertheless, Markolt played on defense, and Olimata was back in as well. And like I said, Olimata has not been happy with the start he has had to the season, and he is hoping to turn that around as well. But again, this is just a gross, sloppy, not a very good game. For the LA Kings, as they lost three to one to the Anaheim Ducks again, outshot forty three to twenty one. Uh, Heeman scored the first goal for Anaheim ten minutes in the game from Silverberg and Steele. That made it one to nothing. That was it after the first period. In the first period, the Ducks outshot the Kings fifteen to four. Like that's just not good enough to get four shots in the first period. The Kings, they came out slow and they were just slow all game. Just. Di- like I said, just didn't play very well. It was disappointing to see. That's for sure. Second period, Davis back has scored 17 seconds in. Again, that's something that can't happen. You can't get just four shots on a period, and then you can't go and allow a goal 17 seconds into a period. You just can't. Davis ba- David back has scored his first of the season. That makes it 2 to nothing at the time, just 17 seconds into the second period. Again, that's something that cannot happen. But then... Just a few minutes later, the highlight of the night for the LA Kings. Drew Doughty, nice move, brings it up to the right side. Uh, gets kind of gets past the defender, centers it. Amadio's there, gets a shot on net. It goes off the pads of the goaltender Gibson and right to Arthur Kaliev, who puts in his first career NHL goal. So congratulations to Arthur Kaliev. First career game, first career goal. A, a moment he'll never forget despite a poor loss making it uh two to one at the time and again good for him I'm a big I'm really starting to believe more and like let the kids play the Kings have to do it and it's good to see Kaliev uh making the most of his time that's for sure just quickly Kaliev finished with his goal the one point obviously he was minus one had the one shot on net pretty good career shooting percentage uh he had one block and he played 14:42 of ice time. So to play almost 15 minutes in your first career game, that's pretty good as well. Oh, also, before we go on, I am loving <laughs> defenseman Curtis McDermott 
starting games off with scheduled fights. Last two games in Minnesota and last night against the Anaheim Ducks face off or fight right off the opening draw. He schedules schedules us himself. Head coach Tom McClellan said, no, that's all him. I would never tell a player to fight right off the opening draw. That's all Curtis McDermott. He's just going for it. This unbelievable. Just an absolute electric factory to try to get get the thing get things going for the Kings. Unfortunately it didn't happen on this night, but I love the fact that he's done that as well. And you can argue, yeah, they're 0 for 2 in it, but I love it. It's a great way to start the game and I I really like it. It's fun, man. It's fun to watch. And you can see just back to Kaliev now, you can see that there was almost more trust in him already compared to other players. And he had a good game, but Wagner under 10 minutes of ice time. Trevor Moore under 10 minutes of ice time. There's a lot of guys that he doesn't quite trust yet, head coach Tom McClellan. And also, also there were some players that, there are players that have to step up as well. Kel Clegg over 22 minutes. Mikey Anderson over 22 minutes on the back end. Like That's what you have to do when you're missing two of your better defensemen and Matt Roy and Sean Walker, and the kids are stepping up as well. Again, they have been in the organization for a long time now, but there are guys that they are still young to the team, and they're stepping up, and it's nice to see. And Kale Clegg, Mikey Anderson, they're doing a great job on the back end as well. Uh, Oli Mata was 17 minutes. He was getting a little better. He had four hits, so it's definitely a step in the right direction for Oli Mata in this game as well. But then... Uh, Bit of a Kings tried to make a bit of a comeback in the third period. They had more shots on net, but still got they tied for ten in shots in the period with the Ducks. But it was a better period. But that, again, just wasn't a good game as your LA Kings lost three to one to the Anaheim Ducks as they added an empty netter late in the game. Cal Peterson was the first star in this game, and he hell he deserves to be forty one saves. He deserved to be the first star. He was the Ducks' best player. This could have been an absolute blowout. Uh, David Backus was the second star, and then Drew Doughty was the third star in this game as well. Doughty, what was his ice time last night? Oh, 24-17, so again, he's just racking up the minutes like he has as well. And that's what you have to do when you lose part of your defense as well. But it was, just despite the loss, despite a not very good game, despite Cal Peterson standing on his head, it was kind of Arthur Kaliev's night, and just... About his debut and his first NHL goal, he said, it was a really special moment, getting the first one. You never forget those moments, getting your first goal. I thought it was a pretty good game, a lot of nerves at the start at the start of the game, but I tried my best my best out there and picked up a rebound goal. And just when it started when he started to get rid of the nerves and settle in, he said, I was just trying to get used to the game pace and get involved in the game more, try to get try to get more up to speed. I think every shift got better as the game went on. He said and then uh, talking about the goal that he scored, he said, "Drew was getting on the wall, and I saw that. I saw that was. I saw I was the third man high. I saw Amadio get it off the pad, and I thought I was gonna see a rebound there. Next thing I knew, I got lucky enough that the rebound popped right in for me, and I was able to bear it right to me, and I was able to bury it. And then just if he was caught off guard, or if what surprised him in his first NHL game, he said, just more speed, more physicality, more skilled guys are there, of course. I think pretty much that's what I've noticed so far. So, there's Arthur Kulev's what he thought of his first NHL game, first NHL goal, what he saw on his NHL goal, and again, first of many for Arthur Kaliev, and just wait until more of the young kids come, Byfield, Turcotte, Bournefoot, this team is going to be something to reckon with, Madden, 
a bunch of the guys having great preseasons for the Ontario Reign when the AHL gets started pretty soon, and a lot of them are going to be called back up to the Kings at some point. I hope so, anyways, because a lot of the guys need to get a chance to do so. But um, just head coach Tom McClellan on Kaliev's game as well. He said he's a young player. He was excited to play, and the guys were excited for him, and that gave us a little bit of life and a little bit of energy. When a 19-year-old can come in and do it, that's obviously dangerous when he's got the puck in, in and around the net. He had some other chances, more than a lot of our other forwards that played tonight. A good start for him, and he'll learn his way through the league. It's no different than Gabe. It's a hard league. It's not going to come easy. That's part of cutting your teeth. Arthur, or also, Arthur Kaliev, the second youngest uh, LA King to score a goal, I believe, behind Anze Kopitar. Uh, yeah, it was just an incredible feat for Kaliev. You never forget your first NHL goal, and I'm so pumped for him that he did get his first NHL goal. And obviously, head coach Tom McClellan was excited for him, but about the game overall, he was not happy about it. He he asked he got asked after after the game what was missing from the Kings, and he said, "Well, 20 players. They were better than us in every aspect of the game." <laughs> to get whatever we did, 20 shots on net was actually fortunate for us. We didn't have the puck much off faceoffs. We didn't execute when we won. We didn't handle a heavy forecheck. We didn't create a forecheck of our own. We didn't sustain any offensive zone time at all. So pretty much sums up how you <laughs> how you end up on the short end of a shot total. So yeah, true. It just wasn't a game for the LA Kings. Also, both teams just went 0 for 1 on the power play in this game. So not pretty boring game when it comes to penalties there was just the two the five minute majors at the start of the game and then one minor penalty for each team both teams went 0 for 1 on the power play and then and it's just head coach Hamilton and also just I don't have it in front of me but he just wanted to say some of the guys that have been around for a while that are still young but they they need to step it up a bit and some of them have Kale Clegg Carl Grundstrom they have been they have stepped up a little bit and he said they, these are the guys that have been in the organization for a long time, but they need to step up sometimes. It just can't be the older guys that have to try to step up when the team is playing poorly. And, you know, I, I like the young guys haven't been that bad. Kel Tlaig played 22 minutes last night. He's been good on the back end. A lot of the young guys have been playing pretty well. They just, they're still young. And I know you can't really say that's an excuse, but it's true. They are still young. And the guys like Grunstrom and Leah Anderson. They're going to continue to get better. I promise you that. I absolutely promise you that. And then, so that was a 3-1 loss to the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, the schedule going forward, your LA Kings travel to Vegas for two games. A team that they've been good against. The LA Kings have been good against Vegas. What, did they go 3-1 and against them last year? They got to see their old friend, Alec Martinez. Uh, 7 o'clock start Friday night in Vegas. And then a noon start on Sunday. The rare afternoon occasion, a noon start between your Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights on Sunday, I guess. Got it done before the Super Bowl. Got it done before the Super Bowl. But, yeah, and just interesting to see a noon start. But, yeah, like, like you want to get the game done before the Super Bowl for sure. So, yeah, that's the schedule ahead for the LA Kings coming up this week. But then, and then they, then they play San Jose for the first time this season. After that, so it'll be interesting to see as well. Interesting to see who's gonna go to Vegas. If Matt Roy is gonna go, who's gonna make the trip? It'll be interesting to see, for sure. But again, just recapping: your LA Kings lose to the Anaheim Ducks three to one on Tuesday night. And just a couple notes about the LA Kings as well. Though. There's a lot of players that look like they could be back in the lineup soon. Again, Marty Furk could be back 
in the lineup soon. And then it sounds like Matt Roy, like I said, he's kind of okay from his head. He wasn't that bad. He's not on IR. Sean Walker's on the injured reserve. So we will see what the lineup looks like on Friday in Vegas. Again, a couple days off. Well, practices, but like not game days off for the Kings. So it'll be interesting to see what the lineup looks like on Friday in Vegas. And you know, I did say this was the last episode before the Super Bowl, so I should predict, of course, I am a massive Tom Brady fan. I grew up a Patriots fan. I still am a Patriots fan. But you know what? I'm still cheering for Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski as well because, like, I'm not just going to, like, there was, I'm just, he's the greatest of all time. And I'm just not going to stop being a fan of him because he left the Patriots. I'm still a huge Tom Brady fan. And he is going to win his seventh. They're going to go on and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. But if that, if also, like, we talk about the offense. We talk about Brady. We talk about the offense. But if that Bucks defense shows up, that has the last two games, it's going to be tough for the Chiefs. And yeah, Mahomes is going to do his thing. They have a great offense. I think it's going to be a lot different than when the Chiefs just absolutely dominated the Bucks earlier this season. It's going to be a lot different than that. Tyree Hill isn't going to have, what was it, 200 yards in the first quarter? That's just not going to happen. So, and I think the Bucks have learned from learned from that as well. And I think the Bucks will go and win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty Five this season. Go check out DraftKings.com promo code THPN. Other than that, this has been episode eighteen of season two of the Kings Den. Of course, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, before we let you go, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review. Not just the Kings Den, but every single podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network. Go check them all out. Everyone is so amazing. Of course, the Quack Report was on the last episode, and I was on their episode. Go check out Blue Notes. Go check out Corey and Richie's uh, 100th episode. Go check out just everyone around the network. Sick and Rank, Soda Pod, Sick Hungry, Vegas Nightly. Just go check them all out. Check out all the great podcasts here around the Hockey Podcast Network. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Kingston THPN. Don't forget to follow me, your host Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy, or on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham twenty three. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet, or on Facebook at the Hockey Podcast Network, or check out check us out on YouTube for all of our great video footage around the Hockey Podcast Network at the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. And, of course, check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content around the network. So definitely check that out as well. Again, thank you so much for joining us for Episode 18 of Season 2 of the Kingston. Uh, have a great weekend. Have a great end of, end of your week. And then have a great weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl safely. Uh, go Bucks. Wear your mask, stay safe, be kind to people, and we'll talk to you on Monday for episode 19 of season 2 of the Kingston.